Welcome. You've got mail. Welcome back to the Mail In Podcast. I am your host, Brett Merriman, sitting across from me for the second week in a row from the, the video production cubby, the director of video at Washed Media, the one and only Randy Trembacki. Randy, welcome to the Mail In. Thanks for having me. Running it, running it back. It was we so are, good that you had to run it back. Exactly. We are running it back. Um, we're just going to have a guest on this week that she could not make it. Uh, you, you may you may know her as Lily Young, uh, so she'll be on in a future episode. But we're going to get the uh, the Young sisters back on, um, as well as more people from the Wash Media family. We just wanted to throw that out there. So we got Randy back in the building. Randy, how are you doing? Doing good. I'm always here. So, it's, you know, I can always be a I'll be a guest and whatnot. So we got backups. Yeah, I'm you are a, a great emergency emergency backup. Five tool player, utilitarian. Uh, you kind of you kind of have it all over there, right? You clean shaven as well. Eh, not really clean shaven, a little a little scruff. I want a, I want a little too uh, too close. We'll we'll get the the country singer scruff back. That's what I call Got it. it. Okay. Am we, I the sixth man of the year? Um, I I guess you can put yourself sixth man of the year. <laughs> I will. Yeah, you're pretty much you're in the starting five though. You're not six. Yes, Potentially one of our, our interns coming in could be six, but I don't know. I'll, I'll, push, you the, I'll hey, put you hey. in the starting five, Randy. I'll say that much. Mm, keep an eye out. If you're new here, you may be wondering what the heck you're listening to. This is the Mail-In Podcast, and we answer your questions, Randy. That's what we do here. You may run into situations in your 20s or 30s or 40s that you need help with. And between the two of us, we've been there. We know somebody who's been there. We can try to figure something out for you, right? We'll do our best. We know what you're going through, and we're going to help you manage. We're trying to make you laugh, make you smile, make you think of a situation you may have been in or uh, will be in going forward. How about that, Randy? That's how we help you. How can you help us? Tell a friend about the Mail-In Podcast. Uh, it's the easiest way to get into washed media because it's just it's questions and answers that people can relate to. That's about it. You don't need to know the jokes. You don't need to know the vocabulary. There's no inside jokes here. It's just straight up questions and answers, Randy. Boom. Back Boom. and forth. Send them a clip, send them a segment, uh, and then subscribe. iTunes, follow on Spotify, and provide some content. Hit the hotline number. That's 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245-MAIL. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter and Instagram bio at Podcast. Uh, Randy, without yep. further ado, should we hop right in? Let's do this. This first one, just a little, just a little warm up to get the get the legs underneath us. You know what I'm saying? This one says, "What's up, gang?" Very serious question. Uh, very serious and pressing question here. What does the ideal pregame look like for the 23 to 26 year old post grad crowd? I like how this is pressing, <laughs> pressing and important. But it, you know what? I I like the question and I picked it because we haven't really done one in a year. And, I, and, and more. You know, there's, like, yeah, like smaller rusty. pregames. I'm rusty at a, at a true, like, we're going to go to this apartment and pregame with multiple friend groups. There, obviously, there's, like, one or two people. You go in before the bar, grab a bite. But, like, a straight-up pregame, I don't think I've been to since before the pandemic. I don't think I have either. But, I mean, I'm ready to answer these, this question. I Like, when I first heard pressing, I was like, all right, this is – what if they wrote in like a week or two ago and like there's something big that was coming on the weekend we missed it? No, it's just a pregame. I love it. Just a pregame question. Randy, what does your ideal pregame look like? You, We are both in this, this age group, this time period. Yeah. What's, what's your pregame looking like? Um, 
you know, still pretty young, but you got to have you have to have some hard liquor around just to do shots. You know, you're good. Mm. You got to get the people going with some shots. Not right off the bat, but if you're at a pregame and someone doesn't do a round of shots, then it's not going to be a lit pregame. As okay. simple as that. So that's that's huge. Well, one. what kind of, tequila, vodka? What do you, what kind of shots here? It depends on the night, but tequila is, you know, I would say the you most. You want it if you want to have a good pregame. If you're the one hosting, make sure you have tequila, lime, and salt. I mean, that's that's a way to set the tone for the night. Totally agree. And you you don't have to like ball out with Casamigos. You can kind of just go like yeah. Or I should say, Casamigos is is good for that age group. You don't have to like have Patron sitting around. You don't need no. That. Get get Jose Cuervo. Yeah, Cuervo. That's Casamigos, the good stuff from where I come from. Maybe some uh, reposado. Go with the uh, the golden brown tequila, right? Yeah, but or you know, and also if there's going to be, some people are not tequila fans. Make get vodka. I mean, uh, get some flavored vodka. Um, there's no, you're not oh. going to go wrong with. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, but not the cheap stuff. Flavored but vodka. and then maybe some whiskey. I mean, as a what? What there's was the demographic? Of, there's 23? a lot of, of hard liquor at this pregame. I mean, <laughs> if you're if you're hosting whatnot, you should probably always have a bottle of whiskey. Tequila and vodka. Yeah, if, if you're a post grad, you know bar carts are one of those purchases that all of a sudden you make as like a 24 year old because you think you're awesome and you did a hundred dollar bar cart on Wayfair, which is, is exactly what I did. Um, but like in college, you're just these things are sitting on top of your fridge or yeah, you know, mine, mine's your above microwave. our our, uh, our laundry machine. So yeah, yeah that's exactly. our liquor cabinet. And you have yeah, you have a bottle of whiskey, you have a bottle of uh, gin, maybe to do mar- uh, martinis, you have a bottle of tequila and a bottle of vodka. And then in the fridge is beer um, and seltzers, right? Vizzy hard Vizzy, lemonade. Vizzy hard seltzer, preferably. But yeah, the, I'm guessing this guy's like coming from a hosting standpoint. You're a, you're a post-grad now. Um, it's good to have stuff that you're prepared for other people to drink. If you're hosting, you know, buy a 30 of, of whatever. Buy... Uh, a bottle of vodka or a bottle of tequila that you know is going to be drank by everybody else. Some, they're going to bring stuff. People are going to yeah. bring like a six-pack of beer. People are going to bring a bottle of wine, but have stuff. The other thing I would say is have snacks now because it's not just like – like we're, we're adults. The po- Once you're a post-grad, you're, you're – Chips and salsa. Yeah, perfect. Chips Some and guac. salsa. Um, something dip. You know, that's, that's always, always going to play. Maybe some pretzels. How about uh, that, Randy? Man, that's so salty. But – uh. You're still young, and we're, we'll still do this. Have red solo cups. I mean, yeah. people are going to be wanting to make mixed drinks maybe still in this demographic and whatnot. But, I mean, beer pong and flippy cup or flip cup, however. You say, you say, I say flippy? I say flippy. I think. I say flip. And you say flip cup. But, I mean, people are still going to want to play games. Yeah, sure. I mean, so just to have some type of thing. You maybe have a deck of cards. You do waterfall. I mean, you're still trying to stay entertained. Big thing, though. Is the music has to be on point. Mm. So you have to have a good playlist or something that me and my friends even back in college would do. Just get that uh get that TV running, hooked up to the sound system and have music videos going the whole time. Just having those in the background uh, or just having a queue of people like, Oh, I want to put on the next music video, that makes it a little more fun and involved. There's a bar in New York, Randy, called Joshua Tree in uh, Murray Hill. Somebody, somebody out there will be like, "Oh my God, J Tree!" And they play like '80s and '90s music videos and 2000s music on their TVs constantly. And the music is, is in the bar is hooked up to the music video. Oh, and it's great. You like the idea of it going in. You're like, "Oh, okay." Like 
fine. But then you're in it, and it's it's a party, absolutely yeah. a party. <laughs> Me and my roommate went to a, a bar I think last weekend. And the music video on screen was not matched up to the actual music playing. That's annoying. The music playing was, I don't want to say chill, but it was like alternative rock or whatnot. Yeah. But it was it was more chill. And then on screen was corn, and it was a very mm. like intense music video. And we were trying because it didn't sound like corn, but it was in the same genre. We were like staring at it for a while, like I don't think this is the music for this music video. No, it's it's not corn, man. Their, their music videos must be interesting. But anyway, um, you're 23 to 26. I'll say this. I don't think for a I – like, I love the the Red Solo Cup. Cleanup is a breeze with that stuff. Boom. You don't need to, like you, – you, if you're 24, you probably don't have, like, 19 glass cups sitting around for everybody or, or nice wine glasses. You don't need to mess with those. Just Solo Cup, perfect. You probably don't need to go charcuterie at this point and do, yeah. like, go all out. If you do, more power to you. I'm going to be fine with chips and queso, chips and, and tostitos, salsa. Pretty much just a kid's birthday party, but with alcohol. That's, Bingo. that's like the best that. way to put yep. it. Yep, kid's birthday party with alcohol. Um, and try to mix a couple friend groups together. That's all I'm saying. Have somebody meet somebody else. Yeah, that's, that's, a, a, that's a fun pregame. That's the best part of the pregame is just like getting to know new people that you're going to be going out with. Like meeting up with a group at the bar is a little bit harder to like actually introduce and have fun with people and make new mm-hmm. friends. But yeah. Invite as many people out to the pregame that you're going to be going out with, and yeah. see who comes. I like that. The other thing I would say is make sure there's room. Um, you go to pregame sometimes, and you're like, ah, uh, there is just I can't stand, I can't sit. Uh, the the patio is not conducive. Like we're past the college party where you you pack it in shoulder to shoulder here. Yeah. Um, eh, make sure there's room for people who you're inviting. You know what I'm saying? Make make sure your place is clean. Yeah. I mean, and if you're that, attending one be... of these, if you're attending one of these pregames, uh, bring bring something. Bring a six pack of Vizzy, or uh, you know, bring bring something for people to enjoy. Yeah. But not like a, a fucking. You don't have to bring a a prepared dish. Man, you know I saying? can't I can't wait to do a power hour again. I haven't done one in about two two or three years. But I've done one since college. There are awesome. though. Like a legit power hour. I'm talking the shot of beer every per minute. Per minute. Yeah. Not just like, uh, oh, let's put a power on music and uh, drink a little bit. No. Legit one is fun. That's like the only stipulation to summer no beer for me will be a power hour. What about having a beer after you mow the lawn, Randy? Just one beer. No, no. I if I, I know where this is going, but Let even, me do my segue, even right Randy. now, <laughs> even right now, it'll still be a busy. But I know exactly where this is going. I think you're talking about Sunday. I am talking about Sunday this this is the year of perfectly manicured lawns, Randy. Last year, 2020 is a shit show. Your lawn might have been messed up. Your your everything might have been messed up, but not this year because Sunday is here to help see your lawn thrive this spring with your own custom lawn care plan from Sunday. They give you the analytics, Randy, behind what you're doing to your lawn. They make it easy. You pipe your you, you punch in your address and they give you your soil profile. Like if your nutrients like Dylan's are like a C minus and your you soil like. quality is an A plus, they, they literally tailor what they're putting in their their lawn care to your li- specific like block. It's incredible. They take all the guesswork and unwanted chemicals out of, uh, of lawn care so you can grow a beautiful lawn that's better for people, pets, and the planet. I like the branding. I like the ease of, of use. 
Uh, I've hooked my buddy up because I don't have a lawn, but I've hooked my buddy up who lives in Austin with Sunday Lawn Care products, and I'm monitoring the situation. We're looking pretty good right now, Randy. We're looking. We're already green. I wouldn't call us fairway quality yet or rough quality yet, but this this uh, this rain that's coming through the last couple of days. We needed it. Oh boy, did we need it. Boy, did we need it. They also have add-ons, which are kind of cool, like uh, mosquito, like re- uh, mosquito repellent, ant hill. Um, I don't want to call it killer, but it's like ant hill solution. So if you have red ants all over the place, which are, are, I found out the hard way, or touch this thing, um, they they get that involved for you in your lawn care plan too. It's making your lawn, uh, taking care of your lawn easier. Than ever. Go to skitsunday.com, put in your home address, like I said, and get your analysis right there. That's the analytic part of this. Sunday uses soil and climate data to create a tailored nutrient plan so you get all the stuff your lawn needs and nothing it doesn't. And it's made with uh, ingredients you can actually pronounce, Randy, like seaweed, iron, and molasses. How about that? So you can grow better and feel better about it. All you have to do is attach the ready to use pouch on a garden hose and spray it. Used to take up my whole day trying to figure out my lawn, Randy. With the, you remember the little the the push things that go like and it throws the fertilizer out in a circle. Oh yeah, yeah. Not not anymore. Not anymore. My neighbors would always be like, "Don't walk through the, don't walk through the yard. I just fertilized." Exactly. Now it takes less than 15 minutes with your freaking garden hose and a Sunday pouch. How about that? Hit that garden hose with the extendo mag my buddy's grass is looking better than ever and that's because of sunday let sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener more beautiful lawn this spring and summer for you visit get sunday.com slash stella to get 20 dollars off your custom lawn plan at checkout that's 20 dollars off your custom lawn plan at get sunday.com slash stella put a voicemail there randy let's do it What's up, mailing crew? It's Trev Cat. I'm flying to Philly to help my brother move cross-country to Phoenix here soon. Just got me wondering, what are your essentials of travel, pet peeves, do's and don'ts? Let me know. Love the pod. Travel essentials, Randy. When you're traveling, when you're on a road trip, business trip, uh, cross-country flight, you're traveling, man. You've been to a couple of weddings in your day. What's what's your travel? Uh, what's your mindset? And it, it varies on uh, what type of travel it is. If it's a if it's a road trip, you got to have the snacks. Uh, I think a big one for us was combos. The uh, the, oh, pre- yeah. the cheese pretzels, the pizza flavor. That was one of the biggest road trip now, ones that we had. Do you go combos pepperoni or just combos pizza? Because there is a difference. Pizza, just okay. pizza. The, the green, the green bag. bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a couple of Midwestern guys yeah. who know the road trip snatch right there. That's good. And uh, if it's going like camping or going to a cottage of some sort, we always got the uh, the mini donuts, like the the Hostess like bag of donuts, the powdered ones or the chocolate why, covered ones. I don't why know why a camping trip. Why why did that do that for it, you? It just it just is like that's breakfast <laughs> for oh for these trips, like for these you know low maintenance trips okay whatever uh but what's your drink of choice on a road trip powerade or gatorade depending on the price you go to the gas station you see the two for three for the powerades or if it's like two for three for the gatorades you're like all right well i was going to get two of course you you just base your hydration on price i love that that's that that is indiana right there I'll tell you what I would be using now, <laughs> Liquid IV. Let's just there scoop and do that ad raid right now since that was a perfect segue. <laughs> a great segue. Great segue. Um, 
Okay. The road trip, are you uh, – do you like to drive or do you no. are you a passenger? No, I'm a passenger. I cannot do long trips anymore driving. I really I, I Nah, I hate driving now. Huh. Okay. I, don't know why. I wouldn't I don't, th- I don't uh, know why. You I mean you drove for literally a living at one point. When I was doing Uber? Yeah, yeah. I didn't enjoy that at all. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a means to stay alive. Um road trip essentials for me, the same thing. Snatch are important. Snatch are important. I like to drive though. Um, I don't really care who has the aux cord. People can people can do their thing on the music. I, I'm I'm flexible there. Preferably some Dave Matthews band, obviously. Yeah, we don't have to drop anymore. I don't think. I don't know where it is. Uh, but I'm I'm with you. Snatch like combos or cheddar checks mix. Yeah, are my go-to, or just regular checks. Any checks mix. That's the only time I ever have it is on a road trip or a, or like a cross-country flight. Um, I'm not a big fast food guy on road trips. You know how like people say road trip calories don't count? I think I would be more I'm more inclined to go to like a subway or something like that. I'm not I don't want to stop at McDonald's or anything like that. Just I want to get a sandwich more okay. than anything. Okay. Or just, just like go to the Walgreens or the like Walmart and get the pre-made like cold cuts. I something about doing fast food um in a car. Like between the smell and the salty and like ketchup spills there's no easy way to, to dip a fry in a in barbecue sauce for for that matter i don't like I, I will do it and i won't say boo about it in the car i don't love doing it yeah pers- i'm gonna say this yeah personally i prefer you know not doing it but every road trip i go on we we do it. everybody like, does it we're just I like all right let's go to the drive through at mcdonald's it's like all right like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna oppose that that's what you do for a road trip. i'd be even okay on a road trip with like going in and sitting at a mcdonald's like i i'm not i'm not above mcdonald's on road trips or popeyes or chick-fil-a like I, i'll go inside and sit at the little table and eat it that's when the stupidest stuff your friends say comes out yeah. on a road trip at uh, at a fast food table yep where you are away from home that no one's going to see you the dumbest stupidest shit comes out of your friend's mouth up there and it's fun as hell oh man you have You're someone go get right. a bouncy ball from the like the little quarter baseball oh, game God. and start yes. and start bouncing it around yes. the, the yes. taco yes. bell oh. uh okay let's go longer trip flight related flight what are your essentials if you're getting on a plane like are what kind of airport guy are you um do you bring food you bring hot meals on the plane right like fish and yeah seafood no i pretty much just a bottle bottle of water or powerade when you first get there pretty much something that you could drink and chug right before you go through security and then fill it up in the water fountains and then maybe a protein oh, so bar you're, you okay so you bring an empty bottle and then fill it up in the airport and get on the plane. Yeah. Randy. That's I buy the smart water for four bucks. No, no. I always will have one of the big power raids. I'll have it probably like halfway f- filled and I'll just drink it out of my way to the airport. And then if it's there's still a lot left, I will just stand right in front of security and chug you it. You'll chug and it. And then I'll put it in my backpack and then walk right through with that p- um that pre check. Before a flight. Well you, then you have I, to pee? I mean like usually can just pee right before then and also i'm always a back of the plane i'll see guy okay so you're like in prime position for a bathroom yeah okay. that's that's pretty much my whole thing like i'm never in a hurry southwest as long as i get an aisle seat and then uh sit in the back of the plane i'm fine with that gotcha. so but i will say this okay 
I learned this the hard way. Uh, physics, physics, physics. You know the water bottles that kind of have like the little nozzle that flips open? I do. And there's like a straw that goes in and you kind of like suck it? Uh, I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've never yeah. had one. You'll, if, you see, if you know what I'm talking about, if you have one, do not bring those on a plane. Hmm. Because the pressure change when you get up in there builds so much pressure up that when you flick open the nozzle... The water explodes everywhere, oh, and you yeah. get it all over everyone around <laughs> you. And I found that out the hard way. Oh, that's funny. That is very. I know you're I, like even with regular water bottles, like something like this. What I'm holding is yeah, at, at high up in the air. It, it like you twist it off. It, it's like yeah, yeah, you'll you'll hear it. But the specific the ones with the straws will will shoot out. Like okay. if you leave that in your hot car, it'll do the same thing too. But good to know. Good to know. Uh. Another essential for me when I'm traveling, when I'm going on a trip, business, pleasure, whatever, um, I always go to a place for for dinner that first night that I know. If that makes sense. Like I know, I know exactly what this chain, like Yard House, for example. Like when you get to a a new city, or like yeah. in the airport. No, when I get to a new city. Oh yeah. If I'm not like with if business trip, for example, if it's just me and I'm solo, which I love, I love solo business trips. Oh my god, hotel bar, uh, solo dinner at the hotel, like oh, just cranking it, cr- cranking it. The whole, the, everything about it is is phenomenal. I'm I'm more than happy to be by myself. But when we're like a group of friends, we're not. It's not like a, a itinerary thing. Like you don't have to be at the wedding or the rehearsal or whatever. I love doing <laughs> sampling the local cuisine at a chain. Because so, I know I, I I get nervous about like food poisoning. You're talking to the the biggest chain restaurant guy there yeah. is chain stores and macro breweries. So yeah, or yeah, or a local brewery. I'll do that, but I'll go to a yard house or a uh, TJ Fridays, something that I know exactly what the food's gonna be, and I know I don't have to like panic about the next morning being sick. The the one time I went to Houston with my roommate, uh, we had Buffalo Wild Wings for dinner and went to a Little Woodrow's. <laughs> yeah, the chain Texas yeah. thing. Uh, that exactly. was all we went to, and I know that's a trash take. Everybody's like, "Oh my god," but it's trash. But the rest of the weekend, sign me up. I'm I'm ready to get dangerous. But like travel day, for some reason, I just want to be comfortable, and I'm more comfortable with stuff that I know. Yeah. Do you so, get, do you ever get hammered on a plane? No, I mean you can't really anymore. No, not, like not uh, anymore. they uh they used to give out you know free drink tickets and all that stuff, and I had stuff. But I mean they they barely even serve alcohol now, so. Not really. Okay. Another thing that I I never do is, I'm always a I'm a check bag guy. I I can't stand being the the put your over like the oh really guy. No. Oh I hate it. I hate it so much. I, I I love not having to worry about the baggage claim. Oh. It's 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 awesome just being able to get right off the plane, just grab your your carry on, have your backpack, and just walk straight out to your Uber. Do you have I, one of those carry ons that like pushes the limit of carry on? Size, no. Okay, no, that's my, good. Mine's pretty those perfect. people are the worst. Got mine. If you Kohl's. have one of those, you're the worst. I, I, I hate that when people are struggling to push the thing in. It's like elbows everywhere. Ugh. Backpack on the plane. Check my bag. That's what yep. I'm doing. What are any other travel essentials, Randy? No, I would just uh, say use my method of bringing a water bottle with you and, the and then just putting in your backpack. <laughs> so, so it's out of your sight for about one minute, and then you. 
Yeah. And you don't spend $10 on a bottle of water. Literally like eight bucks on a, on a big ass smart. This is actually, this is from the Austin airport. This is like my water bottle. I keep going. Um, a big ass water bottle. And like I said, I get cheddar checks mixed to the airport. And the one time I ever do candy is at the airport because they're, because road trip calories don't count. Like I said, yeah. uh, crunchy M&Ms. Really? That's my order. That's my, literally every time I go to the airport, checks mix, crunchy M&Ms and a big ass water. Strange. Very strange. Let's do the next one. This one says, hi, Mail-In Pod. I have a question about how important texting is in the early stages of dating. I've been seeing a new guy for the past few weeks. Last week, we saw each other three times, and we have plans to see each other this week. All dates have been great, and he may be the best first kiss I have ever had. But there's one problem. He's a terrible texture. Mm. I may not hear from him all day, or he takes hours to text back. Is this a bad sign? I know this is early, but I'm starting to overthink it. Any advice or insight will help. For for reference, she is 32. 32. And how is three weeks in? Uh, is that what she said? Let's see. Past few weeks. Past few weeks. So we'll give it That's say, the time a month. Frame. Randy, this is a bad sign. Yeah, to be honest, if I'm really interested in a girl, I'd probably actually be like, oh, like texting and whatnot. Some people are just terrible texters, though, too. I know. I know. I hear that excuse. I don't love it, but um, I I can only go off myself. And if I'm into you, um, I'm I'm texting you because it's like especially at the start of a new thing. It's Mm -hmm. like fun and. It's flirty and another F that I'd have to make up on the spot, Randy. Fucking fantastic. I was going to go with. If it's a new thing, I'm probably, I'm more like, I want to get to know you. And, you know, if, if you've been a, in a relationship for six months and it takes three and a half hours to touch back because it's just like you're going to talk to each other when you get home or in the morning, like, that's one thing. Yeah, this isn't urgent. The problem is with this one is that it's new. Yeah. Which worries me. I would probably say that there, there's the, what, 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 I'll give you the Sally response. Okay. Have you ever seen a little film called He's Just Not That Into You? Yeah. That would be, that would be her response. And I think that's kind of what's going on here. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I think this is one of those where maybe we, uh, you know, the next time you see him, be like, hey, wh- how, how's this? How, like, have a conversation. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe get this something out in the open here. Let's be honest, you know, we don't want to waste each other's time. What's the? You're a terrible toucher, haha. But like, if you're not that into me, totally fine. Let's move on. We've only been at this for a few weeks. I get that he's a great first kiss and and all that, and that's fun. But like, don't get too invested before. It's kind of confirmed here. Okay, and I'm scared. To, so to answer your the the first question is how important is it at the beginning of a relationship? It's pretty important. Yeah, especially uh, I'll, at the beginning. I'll, I'll say that. And is this best first kiss? Is that a uh, a PG thirteen way of saying something else? Because oh. I'm not really putting that much stock into a best first kiss. I don't know. I, I didn't. I've have I, thought I about think that. it might be more the PG thirteen way of saying he blew my back out. Oh wow, wow. Okay, okay. Randy just 
I wish I had a sound effect for that. We got the explicit tag, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're not getting this, you, you're uh, the first couple weeks. Yeah, I, I, I'll put it this way. Next time you see him, let's have a conversation. Let's say, hey, uh, I don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste mine. You want you want to take this to the next level, or are you gonna just kind of keep it keep it friends? Yeah, right. There, like, there's always the chance he's just a really terrible texter. There are people like that. I know plenty of friends that are really close with and stuff that are just terrible at texting. But also, it's more yeah. than likely the other the other way. Think of it this way: not to be a pessimist. Shoes on the other foot here, and I, and if I'm asking this question, I know the answer. She's not that into you, exactly. right? I don't have my water. What's that? I don't have my water bottle. I was about to take a nice sip. Oh. Well, you know where you can always take a nice sip, Randy? On the John. Uh, okay. Of <laughs> <laughs> water because, you know what? When you have tushy in your life, Randy, everything's better. I have a text from uh, a friend of the podcast, Will DeFreeze here. Will DeFreeze says... Just got my tushy installed. Absolute game changer. And Randy, I could not agree more. Mom wiped your ass for years. Return the favor this Mother's Day with the perfect gift for her from Hello Tushy. Bring your mama into the future with the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 modern bidet attachment. It's stylish. It's eco-friendly. It's easy to install and will help stop flushing her retirement down the toilet and toilet paper costs. How about that? It's true. They're thinking of the economic things here. You can save a bunch of money on toilet paper by using a tushy. And the environment, too. Economic uh, and environmental. Hello Tushy 3.0 cleans butts like a champ, Randy. But it doesn't stop there. It does not stop there. It cleans itself with the Smart Spray automatic self-cleaning nozzle. When we say anyone can put this shit together, we mean even your parents. Yes, yours. I know who you are out there. Hello Tushy 3.0 attaches to the existing toilet with zero electricity, zero extra plumbing, and zero tech support FaceTimes. It cuts down toilet paper use by 80%. So the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. There's literally no reason not to get one. You can try it. If you don't like it, just send it back. It's going to change your life, though, Randy. Mom already got a tushy on her pot. Blow her away with an upgrade to the new Hello Tushy 3.0. If she's new to the revolution, have her join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now for a clean bud with every flush, Randy. The analogy I like to use here, you get bird shit on you, Randy, on your arm, on your clothes, on your shoulder. You're just going to wipe it with toilet paper? No, you're going to clean it. You're going to clean it with water. It's archaic what we do with just toilet paper right now. Yeah, you need you some moisture involved. You step in dog poop. What are you going to I'm just going to wipe it off? Wipe it off with toilet paper? No. Hello <laughs> Tushy is the reason that's going to be cleaner than ever, right? Give the gift of a clean butt. Go to hellotushy.com slash mail-in to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners at hellotushy.com slash mail-in for 10% off. That's again, hellotushy.com slash mail-in. How about a voicemail? Right? I was really concerned with the uh, with the segue there when you were talking about taking a sip of something. I thought you were just talking about nope. just straight off the bidet. I was going to do that. <laughs> I was trying to segue it. I couldn't. I couldn't get there, so I just had to, to take a leap. Anyway, Let's do this voicemail. Let's do a voicemail. 
Hey, Brett, I got a question. I, uh, I think you have some nice, unique perspective on. Um, I am probably going to leave my current job. I, uh, I just got the email saying that this new company is going to make me an offer. It's something that I think is a better fit for me. Um, and I'm not too worried about, like, giving it two weeks and, and getting out of this job because I've kind of made it clear that there's some things I'm not happy about and management made it clear that those were going to change. But I do know that me leaving is going to drastically increase the workload of, like, three coworkers who I am friends with. So I was curious, in that case where me leaving kind of fucks over everyone else, would you recommend, like, giving them a heads up before I get my two weeks? I think it's all going to be kind of a bang, bang, quick process regardless. But do you give them a courtesy of telling them earlier or not? Uh, regardless, I'd kind of like to hear your opinion on, I guess, talking to your coworkers when you're getting ready to leave. Um, because you might have some experience with Marshall pretty close normally. Uh, thanks for all the great work you've done. I'll hang up and listen. First of all, congratulations on the new opportunity. Yeah, this is big things, big things in the future for you. That sounds... Uh, Sounds pretty cool. Second of all, you are right. I do have uh, some experience in this department of leaving a job for another opportunity. Um, so kind of the, the, the basis of his, his question here, Randy, is that he knows he's going to leave. Um, he's got a close team with him that he does not want to fuck over. He knows it's going to increase their workload, and he's going to have to tell them somehow. They're, they're going to find out eventually. Anyway. The most important thing here is that if you're going to tell them, if they're a close-knit team of yours and they, you consider like they're coworkers but also friends, um, yeah, you're, you're going to want to tell them first. They don't, you don't want them to know based on, a, on, a, on gossip or through the grapevine, HR says that your two weeks is coming. Like, tell them first. If they are close enough that you would go out and have a beer with them and they are your coworkers and it's going to increase their workload – uh, give them a heads up. Pro- probably go out and, and buy them a beer, which is what I did with my my uh, my team. Um, the important thing, though, is that you get kind of a uh, – get their I'm, – I'm trying to figure out the right way to say this. You need to trust that they're not going to go right to your boss or right to somebody else and um, kind of blab about it. Like, hey, so and so is going to leave. You hear about this? Like, you you have to trust that they're not going to do that. Um, so kind of get them behind closed doors or you know wherever you want to go and say, hey, here's my situation. I I know this is going to affect you guys. I want to do this in person. I want to tell you about it. I want to talk to you about what's good for me and and how this is going to affect me going forward. And um, make sure that they are not going to go right to the boss which is exactly what I did. And it, um, I, I really, really, truly believe that that's why it made the transition for me so much easier is because I told my best friends, I told my team first, then without, I, I said, hey guys, can you, can you give me the opportunity to tell, um, in that case, Eric and Dave, can you guys give me the opportunity to tell them on my own first so that we can kind of trickle it down from there? And they're like, absolutely. So that's, uh, that's how I would do it. Yeah, you want to let them know, don't kind of blindside them with it. And explain yourself, but if they're, you know, your coworkers and, and ultimately friends, they're going to be excited for you. I disagree. Boom. Okay. That's exactly what the two weeks is for. 
That's to give them the heads up. It's not like you're quitting and walking well, the out two, tomorrow. The two weeks is for usually it's for training somebody or to find a replacement. Or, so that wouldn't yeah. make any reason why their workload should get any bigger. Okay. If that's exactly what two weeks are for and whatnot. And I mean, it, at most, it depends on how close you are with these guys, in my opinion. If they're like your friends that are very close, not just your coworker friends, like people that you are like really, really like hang out with outside of work all the time and like are really good, maybe give them like if they would probably know if they at that point, if you were actually that good of friends with them, you would probably be talking about how you've been upset at the job and how you've been applying to other places too. True. And yep. you would be already confiding in them and all that stuff and you would have told them that you got the offer so the fact that you didn't tell them that makes me think that you're not as close Mm -hmm. so i i think you tell your boss hey i'm putting in my two weeks to tell hr and then you go tell your friends it at most give them like a couple days heads up like "Ah, i think i'm going to be putting in my my two weeks in on monday yeah that's uh, let me i'll not backtrack but i'll kind of give you a situation basically i was i put in my two weeks on a thursday and the wednesday before is when i took my my buddies or not my buddy but my team out because my buddies had kind of known that um i was kind of not looking around but like i was kind of working on stuff so i i put in my two weeks on a thursday and told my team that wednesday night beforehand okay so it was, it was not egregious it was yeah the day before I, I feel like he's uh he or she i can't remember uh they're kind of asking, like, do I give them, like, a month or, like, a couple weeks? No, I, yeah. I don't think you have to give them that big of a head up. The, the two weeks is the heads up, in my opinion. So, yeah. like, yeah, when yeah. I when I put my two weeks in in my old job, like, I didn't tell anyone until I told my boss. And, mm-hmm. like, I told them, like, the next day. I t- told my boss right after I left when I was leaving for work. And then next morning, like, I told the rest of my employees. So, I, I to me... If they're not your like close friends that don't already know that you're been searching and got mm-hmm. a new job, then I don't think it's you don't have to. Yeah, they, it sucks. They're, they might have to, might not get a new person on to get heavier workload. But if they're upset with the job too, maybe they'll start looking. Yeah, maybe was, there's a reason there's going to be some turnover at this company, and I maybe was, they have to evaluate. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, don't feel bad for increasing their workload. Like it's it's going to be water under the bridge. They're going to figure it out. You'll they'll be fine. Exactly. So, so you don't have to give them that big of a heads up. Yeah. Give them a handwritten note on the way out. Um, thanks for your help. You know, worked well as a team. You guys helped me get to where I'm going now. This opportunity is huge for me. Can't wait to, uh, you know, work together again or, or meet up in the future. But yeah, I would say to just add a little more onto it, if you are concerned about, you know, leaving with a sour taste, people are like, oh, like, screw you, you left us. After you give your two weeks, try to do like a happy hour. Yeah. That that last day, just to be like, hey, let's meet up. Like clearly, like I just put my two weeks in, talk to you about where I'm going and whatnot and what's in the future for me. So yeah, I, I exactly. mean, people, it's it's the workplace, it's your life. You're trying, you're going somewhere else that you got a good job and that's better fit for you. If people are mad about that, then whatever. Yeah. Ultimately, um, I I know I know this anxiety the the anxiety this guy's feeling right now. I know it very very well. Um, and the anxiety is going to be completely gone when you start telling people and you put in your two weeks and people are excited for you and happy for you and proud of you. It's like, okay, so, um, be excited for what's to come. I think you're in a good spot and just, just make sure you tell people in the right order and, uh, do something nice for them on the way out. Right. 
I can't wait to put my two weeks in here where I just come in with my Nerf blaster from the, Dude Perfect, the, the Dude Perfect machine gun, and just hit you guys all and go. Two weeks going to work See for you, Perfect. losers. If you're confused by that, go listen to the Patreon voicemail episodes that dropped earlier today. There you go. And you will understand what That's I'm talking about thumb. there. We call that cross promotion, Randy. Well Boom. done. Let's do the next one. Happy hour live tonight as well. Oh, that's very true. I think I just did two sound effects. Oh, yeah. There we go. This one says, what's up, mail-in crew? This is a long one, Randy, so brace yourself. All right. I'm listening. I'm attentive. First time, long time. Over the past few months, myself and a good female friend of mine have become very close and have spent a lot of time together. We both have been through, frankly, an absurd amount of shit together over the past year and we treat each other as close confidants and have a very strong bond. I see where this is going. This bond has recently started turning into fairly strong feelings towards her for myself, and I have a suspicion that she might feel similarly. She recently brought it up when we were both pretty hammered that her friend from home thinks we would make a good couple. That, that her and the her friend her, the, the, yeah, yeah. Okay. but these two would make a good couple her friend from home was like oh you okay, and so okay. and so would are cute okay interesting okay. here's a twist my best friend from high school and fraternity pledge class brother dated her for about two years in college and they broke up a little over a year ago as uh, i feel as though myself and this gentleman's bond is strong enough so that as long as we have a good faith conversation about it, no bad blood will arise. Twist number two. Okay. The only issue is he lives right next to me in our rental and our lease is up in September. I've been single for about two years and have a history of allowing really great women out of my romantic life. So I don't want to make a similar mistake and P word out of this situation. I think he means puss. And ignore my feelings. However, openly dating my best friend's ex, in parentheses, they're now good friends as well, when he lives right down the hall, seems like a slimy move. How can I be true to my feelings and do the damn thing while being conscientious, good word, towards my homie? How old is this guy, did he say? He said, fraternity class, excuse me, fraternity pledge class brother. He said they dated two years they in college. They dated two years in college. Which makes it past tense that, he, that he's post-grad. Broke up a year ago. So he's at least one year out of college. So for this sake, call him 23. Nobody likes him then. Nice. Boom. Blink-183. Um, yeah, if you think there's something there, just have a conversation with your boy. I mean, as long as there's not still, like, feelings between that guy and the the current the acts and whatnot. I mean, if you're close enough with your friend, this is one of your friends from high school and and pledge brothers, like any of anyone that fits that camp in my life, like I could pretty much talk to them about anything. So you're close to this guy. Just, I don't know if you explain the situation, he might just be like, yeah, go for it. I mean, it didn't work out for us. Maybe you guys would be better. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I can see how this is a uh, slimy situation. It's one thing if, if he lives in Columbus and you live in Austin she lives in Austin. It's like, okay, like we're going to have a conversation about it. But logistically, obviously, this is going to work. He's down the hall, though. So you're going to see each other. You're like, there's always going to be a weird dynamic 
I, I uh, like on the surface, but below the surface, if you have a conversation and there's no feelings with the previous relationship left, then it's then it's fine. Obviously, I, I feel better about this uh, this scenario than the caller a couple of weeks ago who. Uh, his brother is currently dating <laughs> some girl that he had hooked up hooked with up on with. Tinder like a year ago. Like uh, Johnny, it, B- Johnny Breadsticks. Yeah, I think this is, I mean, you just have a talk with your friend, see where you're going. I think you're just getting too into your head about it and making excuses about of why course. you don't want to ask her out. I Ooh. mean, it's like I'm coming from a friend group back in high school that, you know, they dated, like people would break up and then new people would start dating each other. Like, Date with incest here. Yeah, pretty much. They're like, so it's not that big of a deal. I think if there was a bad breakup or something like that, and and then maybe there's still feelings involved, maybe. But that's not something you'll know until you talk to your boy about it. Boom. I think you're right, Randy. I think it's it's all about the conversation with your boy here. Uh, I did this in college. Nice. My uh, my my roommate sophomore year dated this girl freshman year. Uh, they broke up over the summer between freshman and sophomore year, and by spring of sophomore year, I was dating uh, that that ex. But how we did it, we had a uh, frank conversation in the living room, um, and he was already dating somebody else at that point. He wasn't, I, I wouldn't say he was thrilled, but he was like, yeah, dude, I, I did it. Go for it. I can't, I'm not going to stop you there. So still friends to this day. And, um, yeah, it's, it's all about the conversation. It's not a slimy situation. It happens, I think, more often than we, we kind of think. Um, and, and you've had a great year with her. Like, yeah. she's your confidant. You guys are just that tight. Like, you'd, you'd be crazy not to explore it because of something that happened years ago. So I think, uh, I think we're on the same page here, Randy. Not, not, to, not to get into gender dynamics here, but... Sure. You're, you're, you're guys are boys. It's, it's just as simple as you can do. Get a beer, get a little drunk and just, just spring on him. What'd you feel if I just asked Michelle out on a date? You got to think he has an idea, right? Yeah. That, like it just, it's, you can be very blunt about it with yeah. one of your like really close friends and just see, see how he gauge, he gauges it. And that's as simple as that. I agree. What if he says no? <sighs> Say I don't know, talk about it. See if he still has feelings and be like, oh, okay, well then there's more then there's more there. And then you guys can yeah. grow a stronger friendship. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, let's talk about the breakup then. Does she know there's still like this does she know you said like what's going on here? Yeah, there's more to dive in to. Now here's the thing. What if you're picking up on the wrong singles? You ask your boy, hey, Michelle, this is the girl uh, that I've assigned the name to. Hey, would you mind if I ask her out like we've been getting close? And he's like, Yeah, dude, go for it. He goes, ass out Michelle on a date. And she's like, oh, no. I, I was not picking up those. But we're good friends. Your boy is going to be making fun of you for the rest of your life, and I love it. Yeah. That's a funny That's a funny ending to this whole thing, if yeah. that happens. So I, I, way, I, for, for your case, to the, the writer, I don't hope that happens. but No, it'd be funny. I mean, funny. to be honest, you don't have to. I mean, you don't even have to run it by him. I mean, you guys are all adults, and you can date her, and she's not his property. Boom. Correct. Look at, this. Look at me. Correct. I'm being, Absolutely. It, but I mean, it's just as a friend and relationship, it's just a nice thing to like do, and like it's not necessary, but it is the less scummy thing to do in the slimy situation. Yeah, let's uh, put a bow on it by saying you're not asking him; you are having a conversation about 
your feelings with her and saying, hey, we're going to we're if we move forward with this, I want to be upset. like, yeah, asking if you're going to be upset, not can I do it? Right. Is that is that kind of the that's I guess that's that's a perfect way to put it. Yes. In my OK. The morning after you have that conversation, though. Maybe you got a, a couple a uh, couple Miller High Lifes in you. Maybe a Vizier three. King of segways over here. You need some liquid IV, Randy. When we push our body hard, or we're just feeling run down, or we had a couple a uh, couple Vizies the night before, it's extremely extremely important to take care of ourselves with the proper vitamins and nutrients. That's why Liquid IV created the hydration multiplier plus immune support to maintain and strengthen your immune system. How about that? Use Liquid IV immune support pretty much daily over the last year. It tastes great, too. It tastes great, one. Two, I don't know if you've heard about this thing going on, but immune support, uh, pretty important over the last, I don't know, 12 to 13 to 14 months. No, what's going on? Uh, don't worry about it. You can just look up the news. Uh, but it also, uh, I, I use it in tandem with the hydration and in tandem is see in tandem with the hydration in in tritum i'm drawing three here tandem is two because you're saying it's a liquid multiplier a hydration multiplier three times no i'm saying hydration multiplier one um immune support support, two energy multiplier three four quad great taste nice like randy said great taste less filling also what randy said it just makes you feel good. Liquid IV, no matter when you have it, after a workout, in the, the morning after a long night, uh, heading into a night, pop the energy multiplier. Or when you're feeling a little run down, maybe you went too hard at apple picking with a girlfriend on a fall day in upstate New York and it's a little cold outside. You might have had a, uh, I don't know, a little cold popping up. Uh, guess what? Liquid IV. That, well, that's also a perfect time just for the apple pie flavor because that was delicious. Oh, yeah. talking about fall time. I'm a pina colada guy myself. That's the partnership they have with Kygo. Ever heard of them? Hydration Multiplier Plus Immune Support is a cutting-edge blend of vitamin C, zinc, and Wellmune. Inconvenient single-serve packets to help strengthen your immune system, Randy. Vitamin C, we know a lot about vitamin C here, is well-known to protect your body and support good health. Zinc, the second most abundant trace mineral in your body, supports immune cell health and function. And Wellmune is a naturally sourced beta-glucan that's proven to help strengthen your immune system. Each packet is bursting with fresh Natural tangerine flavor, and it tastes so good. Liquid IV can provide two to three times more hydration than water alone because of CTT, cellular transport technology, Randy. Everybody knows that. When you purchase Liquid IV, you're joining their mission to help people live better lives everywhere. With every purchase, Liquid IV donates a serving of Liquid IV to someone in need. They've donated 4 million-plus servings in response to COVID-19, and products are being donated to hospitals, First responders, food banks, veterans, and active military members. And now they're over 10 million servings donated globally. How about that? Here's how you can get yours, Randy. Get your Liquid IV's Hydration Multiplier Plus Immune Support in bulk at Costco or order online and get 25% off. When you go to liquidiv.com and use code MAILIN at checkout, that's 25% off anything. You order when you get better hydration today using promo code MAILIN at liquidiv.com. How about the last one, Randy? Let's do it. Hey, Mail and Crope. Little twist on an age-old question. When should I follow up on a Venmo request? Dun, dun, dun. 
So my best friend got married this past weekend, and I was in the wedding. The bachelor party was two days before the wedding, and I paid for a bunch of stuff, like beers and drinks, but didn't ask for any money there on the spot. The day after the wedding, we were all at the resort pool, relaxing and enjoying the day. The groom and his wife come down, and we all hang out. We're drinking everything. Everything ends up on my tab again. As I'm closing out, he says, just Venmo request me what I owe you. I did, and he hasn't said anything. Should I follow up, or should I leave it alone? His portion comes out to $100 plus. Follow up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I just don't know. A lot of these people, it's always their best friend or whatnot. And to me, like yeah. those are the easiest people for me to talk to and be very blunt with. Like someone I just met, I don't want to be like a dick to, but like I've never understood the concept of don't room like in college with like your best friend or whatnot because you hate each other. I have so much easier time telling like a good friend as a roommate, be like, hey, clean up your shit than some random guy. So. It's yeah, just follow up and just be like, hey, uh, you gonna pay that Venmo request or are you like you poor or something? Uh, yeah, I'm a hundred percent with you. So say say this this happened on a Sunday. He Venmo requested him on a Sunday. Call it Wednesday that he hasn't paid it yet. Um, I think the first thing I do is send a reminder on Venmo. You know how you can do that? I didn't like know the, you can do that. So you send like a reminder, like it, and it gives them a notification again. Um, if that doesn't get paid on Wednesday. Thursday is when I'm hitting him with a text. Be like, hey, dude, uh, shot you a Venmo request for XYZ. If you need the receipt, I uh, got it, but, you know, shot you the Venmo request. If the text doesn't do it, uh, that's when you give the, hey, man, what the fuck? Now, the only, like, the only possible wrench here is, like, it's, it's the groom, of, like, your best friend at a wedding. And is there like some temptation to be like, yeah, that's your wedding weekend? Like I got them. There, there is, but he specifically said, "Hit me with a Venmo." Yeah. Request. It's not like you're hitting out of the blue. He said it, um, and it's not like the bachelor party where it's kind of understood that you're paying for the bachelor. I mean, it's still the, the, the groom, and it's their weekend and stuff. But the fact that, like he said, like uh, for my buddy's wedding, when we were, I stayed with him Thursday night, and we like were watching the Bears game, mm-hmm. and we got beat ups and stuff. Like we split that. I mean, just because yeah. it's the wedding weekend, it's not. And you you paid to be at the wedding. There's plenty enough. It's not like the bachelor party. Just yeah. hit him up. It's, I agree. This is how I would do it. Yeah. This is, is very simple. He hasn't paid the Venmo yet. I'm hitting him with like a, a gif of a guy with like a baseball bat, palming it, going like, "I see you haven't paid my Venmo Venmo uh, yeah. request yet." Just make it funny. Yeah, that's fair. I like yeah. that. It's just as simple as that. Like make say, it a joke almost. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna sick. You're gonna sick the boys on him if also, he doesn't pay. Also, if if I'm I'm rereading this and it sounds like the bachelor party was two days before the wedding and he paid for a bunch of stuff like beers and drinks but didn't ask for money. So like he already covered a lot of stuff. It sounds like on and he was fine. Just like yeah, this is on me. Is what it sounds like. Maybe that's not the case. And then he did it again on Sunday, and that's when he's like, hey, I I need money for this. Like I'm not gonna do this all the time. Okay. So that in that case, yeah, definitely. And it seems like he paid for a lot of stuff and it wasn't – if you pay for a lot of people and it's a bachelor party, then yeah. it seems like he's only having a problem with the groom. Right. Who said that he would pay. Yes. I mean, yeah, if you already pay for tons of other stuff and he said he was going to pay and said hit me up with the Venmo, then just – And you have and he hasn't paid. You know, like I said, just do it as a funny funny gif or something like that and just – you, you're, you're thinking too much about this. Right, yeah. Even turn it into, hey, man – 
really fun weekend. Like, thanks so much. Yada, yada, yada. By the way, that Venmo request is sitting there in your inbox. So, yeah, you could you can make it like a. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> that's a great way to do it. Just gas him up the yeah, whole time yeah, exactly. and being like, oh, one stain on the whole event is you haven't paid my Venmo yet, and then. Yeah. Yeah, you just I just think you just have to remind him. Agreed. He just got married. There's a lot going on. He probably missed it. How do you feel about doing like a nice round number Venmo versus like say it's $117.17? No, I'm hitting it with the 17 cents. You you're doing spot on. Yeah. Okay. I'm not taking that extra that extra little bit <laughs> or or I'm not I'm also not going to upcharge. I'm not going to go to 118. I'm going to be a fair no, man. No, you I'm never go right up. to it. I'm not making like, money off this. Okay. Okay. Good call, Randy. Yeah, I'm gonna more than likely if you hit him with the Venmo request, do you know how many notifications he was getting on his phone from family members, everyone saying congrats and whatnot, and like totally. Facebook messages from his parents, friends that don't know him, which <laughs> I have, oh, no. I have a funny story about that, but if you have anything else to say. No, I'm I'm all set. I think we patched that one up pretty well. Yeah. It just my birthday was recently, Happy birthday, as man. as no one here knew. But uh, my mom made a Facebook uh, post about it, and she had like a bunch of different photos throughout my life, like my first birthday, like just me as a kid, like me going off to college. She also had okay. one of me and my cap and gown, mm. like with my parents for gra- college graduation. And this is all okay. the people that she don't know. All in that picture were going, congrats, this is so exciting, like, your next stage of life. And, like, wow. she had to go in the comments and be like, no, he graduated five years ago. <laughs> this was just a post for my birthday. And people still were coming in that didn't know who we were, really, that just knew my mom from when they were in high school, still commenting congrats. And just, wow. It was the most Facebook thing ever. That's incredible. That's incredible. Happy, Randy, you know what? Congratulations on the grad school graduation. It was just, it was just bachelor's. It was just undergrad. But thank you. Thank you for, you were the first to congratulate me. I'm, I'm glad. Anyway, that'll do it for the mail-in podcast uh, questions. Okay, I was going to say. Randy, do you have any shower thoughts? I do. I, I do. I have two quick, I have one quick one and then one uh, little, little more discussion. Yeah. Both of these happened to me this morning. Uh, so the quick one was I was going out to my car, and we have a little community cat that walks around the apartment complex, and it darted out ne- from the car next to me. Okay. And I had the instinctual response of just going, meow. Right. So you, you meow when you see a cat. When you, you meow when you see a cat. Is there any other animal that you do that to, that you make the noise of an animal? Like if I see a dog, I'm not going to go bark. Nope. Uh, deer. I go, I, if I, Midwestern me, I see a deer, I just go, ooh, deer. That, that's what you that's Ooh. what you do you say the word deer maybe a frog if i see a frog i'll go ribbit, ribbit. Yeah. but like yeah. there's something so instinctual about seeing a cat and just going meow i think the uh actually that noise uh, i do that for like multiple animals yeah deer just, horse rabbit squirrel like come here they're not going to but I, i'm going to make that noise regardless it's just it's just a funny thing that i think a lot of humans do and i just don't know why the cat is the one that really gets meow. its it gets its meow but the second shower thought was which was actually i kid you not a thought i had in the okay. shower this morning okay i uh, started playing some music by probably my favorite artist mr kenny chesney and right. i'm rocking a 2012 chevy malibu that still has a cd player so I have a album of CDs still, because okay. it's just kind of nostalgic. And one of those CDs is Kenny Chesney, Greatest Hits, Volume 2. Mm-hmm. So my shower thought is, do they make Greatest Hit albums anymore? Huh. 
clearly they're making they're still making albums that like will be released on the streaming platforms and even I think those albums are released on CDs and they're especially released on vinyls because you know those 29 year olds that graduated and have they have their $300 record players so they need to play it on vinyl but are they going to make greatest hit volumes anymore like is there did this is Spotify playlists just completely kill those I think they did unfortunately I don't think anybody like greatest hits albums are are for the sole purpose of like you said the cd player yeah in your car like I, maybe they'll make them for vinyl but like ajr is kind of a, a new band on the scene right like i mean i think they've been around for a while but they've okay. gotten recently popular but like will they have a greatest hits album in like five years or whatnot or just you just go to their this is ajr playlist yeah the this is so-and-so playlists have revolutionized the greatest hits yeah. kind of deal. I just I wonder if they'll even make albums for greatest hits anymore. I'm gonna say no. I think it's over, Randy. I think greatest hits albums are done because yeah. Spotify has has murdered them. Yeah, the streaming the streaming platforms have just like Liquid Death with uh, Thirst. Right in cold blood. Yep, yep. So that was my shower thought. Actually, had in the shower today. Nice. Meow, meow. I hope there's like somebody with a cat out there, like in their living room. It's just like God, like. Cat's like up and about now after being at the now. Like, Come on. You, you want me to do something that's going to piss off some people? Sure. Alexa, play dog noises. Oh, Randy. Oh, Randy. Oh, I love doing that. It makes anyone's dog go crazy. <laughs> that was mean. The speaker will just start playing barks and the dog goes nuts. Oh, that was mean. Uh, my shower thought is regarding uh, plane ticket prices. Have you seen these things? They're going back up, but still not not terrible. Not only, no, no, no. Not only are they back up, they are up, up. To go to to go to back to Saratoga was was higher than it was uh, prior to the pandemic. Are you you booking Delta? Yeah. Where where do they get the nerve to charge like seven hundred bucks to go back to Saratoga? I I have not been seeing that. I oh yeah. I you, think, are, you do have a, a, a nice, like, I have to get creative because yeah, Saratoga is. You and, you and Will yeah. definitely have some. Chicago is one a Delta hub or or Midway's a Southwest hub. Midway? No. Right? I don't think it's a hub. It's a it's an, it's an airport, but uh, you're thinking, <laughs> it you're thinking, is, uh, airport. You're thinking O'Hare is United hub. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. But O'Hare has plenty of Delta flights. Yeah, it has everything. So, so Chicago which we have to go to. I cannot wait to go again to Chicago. I just, I, I don't understand how we're already, like, air travel is, what, 60%, 80% of what it was? So we're not there yet, but we're already past in terms of prices. Well, you know it's safe to travel now, as long as you're vaccinated and wear a mask. Correct. CDC said so. so. Uh, which I am both vaccinated and enjoy wearing masks. But... That I was just, a lie. No one enjoys no, wearing masks, but I'm you are willing and, and do. <laughs> I'm willing and able to. Um, speaking of Southwest, the snack pack on Southwest, this little snack mix, little check mix type oh, thing, so good. That great. I just, I, Randy, I, I, I don't, I don't like when when we get back to 100. percent Where are we going to be at with with prices? I mean, like, ridiculous. I don't, I don't know, because I, I booked flight to Nashville and uh, and Las Vegas, and they were still. They still seem like pandemic prices. I did Southwest, of course, but yeah, I think I got round trip to Vegas for like right around two hundred. So it was like about a hundred both ways. So. Very solid, Randy. 
I'll, t- I'll tell you what, though. Man, Southwest, it, eye-opening. When you're trying to go like Denver, San Diego, L.A., um, Vegas, those prices are f- phenomenal. They're great. Even, and also, even, even pre-pandemic for like 100 you, bucks. You go, don't have to get charged extra for checking your bags, which you said that you are a noted non-carry-on. Yeah. So it's great. Uh, thing being, I have a, uh, a bougie Delta credit card that – you get free bags. See, I had the Southwest credit card, so I got all those points. So there you go. I'm yeah. Stacking. By the way, uh, the new Delta, the the silver one, Delta Amex credit card, doing ninety thousand bonus miles if you spend like two grand in your for, in your credit card. Man, slide into Brett's DM so he can give you an affiliate link so that he, he can get more <laughs> points too. <laughs> that, well, I know that's where that's that going. That was, you know, I I don't click on Instagram ads a lot because I I don't like being served a million things i clicked on that one i was like "Ooh, i could probably use the miles to go to saratoga multiple times this summer which i want to do um and so they got me they got me randy my, my oldest brother is a is a king at that like they're uh him and his wife travel a lot with the girls mm-hmm. and he's very savvy about knowing how to use points and whatnot and okay. you can get companion passes for southwest so you know you're sure people fly f- free and since he has like two daughters three daughters but two that need uh, actual passes he just convinced me he's like hey i heard you got a lot of like weddings coming up this year and like if i get you to sign up i get a companion pass it helps us out and then they're running a great deal right now so like it's really a win-win overall i'm like oh fine i'll do it to help you out but just yeah, sold you, you, on it. you shifty yeah <laughs> little slimy salesman tactic yeah hey, but to be honest I, i'm i'm very pleased with it because i got tons of bonus points there you go i'm not having to pay for like any flights for like the next two years how about that two years of of, of free flights pretty just, much just i mean i got a lot of points and i don't really travel too often okay look at that uh, look at that point of moral of the story take a look at the credit card deals you can get at this yeah. point get a credit card <laughs> yeah do you like five just get like seven yeah and here's the here's the great thing about credit card you just swipe this card and someone else pays for it it's great how about that you like and you get to keep your own money i don't know where the money comes from but some credit card company you don't have to worry about the never at all nothing nothing (laughs) until like three months down the line anyway that was fun randy you have a good time i did have a good time awesome well we will be back next week uh Maybe Lily in the chair. We'll see. We'll see. I will let you guys know. Have some fun stuff planned for May, um, especially the end of May. Keep an eye out on the Mailin Podcast. Mm, keep an eye out. Um, can't believe this this year is going by. It's May, Randy. It's May. Anyway, happy Thursday, everybody. Have a great weekend. We will see you next week. Or happy hour live. Goodbye. Goodbye for now until we meet again. Goodbye.